Welcome to the Elizabeth Ryder Show, where we talk about optimizing health, personal evolution, and defining what true wellness means to you. I'm your host, Elizabeth Ryder. I'm a certified health coach, longtime blogger, and author of The Health Habit. On this podcast, we dive deep into all things health and well-being, from physical and mental health to spirituality, relationships, lifestyle choices, and personal growth. Each week, I bring you inspiring interviews with guests and thought leaders, as well as solo episodes where I share my own experiences and insights. My mission is to give you practical insights, inspiring stories, and transformative tools that can help you unlock your full potential and create a life you truly love. I hope this podcast serves as a valuable resource to develop your sustainable habits, mindful living, and an overall state of health and happiness. Let's dive in. Oh, beautiful people. Today's podcast is a health coaching session from me to you to talk about a wellness plan that you can customize and adapt for yourself as we transition from the warmer months into the fall season. So this last weekend, we had the fall equinox. It is officially the fall season and your body craves to be in sync with the cycles. Everyone is naturally cyclical. All humans, all animals, all living things on the planet are naturally cyclical. So when we're transitioning between seasons, it's important to align ourselves with what our body wants and to align ourselves with nature while we're still living in the modern world. So it's not about getting off the grid and going into the woods and only living in a tent and cooking everything over a fire, even though that sounds lovely. Most of us live in the modern world. We choose to live in the modern world, but we can still blend all of these wellness practices of transitioning from seasons to help us root and ground into this fall season. So when I became a health coach, there were two modalities, ancient systems of medicine that came up a lot in my health coach studies. One was traditional Chinese medicine and the other Ayurveda. And of course, blending what I learned there with a lot of modern practices. I want to talk about the importance of this seasonal transition for your health and taking care of your health. So thanks for being here with me. I appreciate it. I love doing these sessions. I love informational sessions. Those are fun. For me, these sessions like today can become somewhat of a health coaching session. So maybe you have a health coach, which I think is fantastic. Maybe you don't and you're looking for one, or maybe you just like to listen to podcasts like this to get a little health coaching session from someone like me. Whatever it is and however you arrived here, I'm glad that you're here. So again, your body naturally thrives on cycles. If you are a female, you have a 28-day cycle for an adult female, give or take, maybe it's 23, maybe it's 35. Even if you're not having your period, your body is still on a cycle and men are on cycles as well. So just the biological sex of our bodies is naturally on a cycle. We also go through cycles of seasons in nature. We are entering the fall season right now and your body's natural rhythms want to adapt to what's going on. We of course have our circadian rhythm, which is our 24 hour clock, our sleep wake cycle. And our circadian rhythm regulates things like your sleep, hormone production, cellular repair, and other critical functions in your body. That rhythm is mainly influenced by the light and dark cycle. So someone who lives pretty far North can get a bit messed up in the summertime or very far South, a bit messed up in the summertime and in the deep winter time. I'm in the Seattle area and I do notice even just living here as opposed to Montana or Colorado where I lived before, it is light here in the summertime until around 9.30 or 10, which is so fun. But it really does mess a little bit with the sleep-wake cycle. And then in the middle of winter, we're not there yet, thank goodness, really 
more close to like December, we are, you know, dark at four o'clock. So I really enjoy this fall season. We start to, in this part of the country, kind of have a balance of the light and uh, dark time of the day. If you live near the equator, which I think is one reason we see people who are living near the equator be vibrant and full of health, your days and nights are pretty much equal most of the year. So you don't have as big of a swing in the daylight that we have here. But wherever you are in the world, adapting to your sleep-wake cycle, wanting probably to go to bed a little bit earlier in the fall time from the summertime and allowing that to happen and adapting your circadian rhythm is important to keeping your sleep schedule healthy. So during this time, some people also can be affected by seasonal affective disorder. Sometimes that's called the SAD or the SADS. And it can feel like a little bit of a depressive state that occurs this time of year, especially going into the fall or winter months. So it is crucial this time of year as the sun starts to come up a little bit later to get outside in the morning if you can and get natural daylight into your eyes. I talked about this a few episodes ago on the episode about the five wellness practices that you can incorporate into your everyday. And Dr. Andrew Huberman of the Huberman Lab podcast, if you listen to podcasts, you probably know that one, has fantastic research out of Stanford showing that getting light into your eyeballs early in the morning, right when you wake up or sometime within 30 minutes after waking up, maybe you have your coffee on a porch or you just get near a window, actually does wonders for you for setting your circadian rhythm. And it actually does help to actually go out side. Going through the window is not as effective. So if you can open that window and get as close to outside or walk outside, maybe you go for a walk in the morning. Maybe you just can sit on a balcony or a patio, however it is for you, but getting some daylight in your eyes in the morning is absolutely critical to maintaining that circadian rhythm and doing that in the afternoon as well. And especially as the days get shorter, maybe that's a walk after work or sometime before dinner or however that is for you, getting some outside time every single day can greatly impact your circadian rhythm and help with the seasonal affective disorders. So different seasons also can expose us to different allergens. Obviously, we know that there's pollen in the springtime is probably what we focus on the most, um, and that can trigger certain things. But as the season changes, uh, things like pollen and different things uh, in nature can still be triggering some kind of allergy. So that's something that you should watch out for as well. But definitely as the weather cools down, we have an increased risk of things like cold, flu, virus. Our immune systems can be a little bit weakened this time of year. And then of course we can have exacerbated conditions of just sore joints, things like arthritis, and um, dry skin, so many different things. So whatever it is for you, identify how you're feeling in this season and how things are going for you. Take an inventory of how you feel from top to bottom so you can start to adjust your wellness routine to get ahead of maybe for some people it's dry skin. Maybe for some people it's joint pain. Maybe for some people it's feeling extra tired this time of year. Whatever it is for you, identify what you need to change in your wellness habits to be able to adjust. So as we go into the fall season in traditional Chinese medicine, we're coming out of summer, which is associated to fire in the five element theory, which shifts to late fall, which is associated with metal. So in the fall and autumn, as 
the leaves fall and nature begins to retreat inwards, the metal element represents the process of contraction, refinement, and letting go. The organs associated with this season in traditional Chinese medicine are the lungs and the large intestine. So it's critical to be taking care of your lungs and your large intestine this time of the year. Lungs, we know, obviously are also associated with respiratory viruses, respiratory symptoms. So we all know in the fall that we can be a little bit more susceptible to colds and flus and such. So it's absolutely critical to be taking care of our lungs. And I'll talk about that with warming foods and practices to keep your body warm. And your large intestine, of course, eating a lot of fiber. I talk about fiber all the time. In my book, The Health Habit, and all of my recipes on my website, fiber is your friend all year round, but especially in the fall. And nature knows what it's doing. Most root veggies and foods associated with the fall season are very high in fiber. Emotions associated with the fall are grief and sadness. So this is a time when if things are out of balance for you or something feels a little off kilter, you might be feeling some grief or sadness, which is totally normal this time of year. The good news is, is when you ground yourself in your wellness practices and you take care of your emotional health, when you're in balance this time of year, courage and righteousness are the emotions associated with fall being in balance the courage coming up in you, which is a really beautiful thing when you're taking care of your health. All right. So because of the organs associated with the fall being the lungs and the large intestine, doing breathing exercises is absolutely beneficial for your health this time of year. So for some people that might be meditation, for some people that might just be deep breathing when you wake up in the morning or in the evening, or maybe if you're going on a walk or a hike, you're focusing extra on your breathing patterns. However it is for you, breathing exercises are absolutely beneficial this time of year. Also during the fall season, avoiding really cold food, especially in the morning, is critical for your digestive system and that is what's recommended both in traditional Chinese medicine and in Ayurveda actually. So sometimes in the summertime, of course we want to have smoothies. Summertime is associated with cooler foods like salads and smoothies and refreshing drinks. But as we go into the fall season, we want to focus on warm foods. So think of things like hot broth or maybe like a warm scramble with some warm veggies. If you do want to have a smoothie, I would suggest just not making it super cold. Of course, a warm smoothie is never great, but just focus on keeping warming foods into your body. Things like root veggies, squash, potatoes, things that are grounding to your health. And then in Ayurveda, which is India's system of medicine, the ancient system of medicine that is still used today, in the transition from summer to fall, you want to focus same thing on warming beverages and spices like ground ginger, turmeric, cinnamon, So the golden milk, the turmeric tea latte on my website would be a wonderful thing to have. Of course, we know Starbucks does the pumpkin spice latte. That's probably the highly processed version of it. If you're going to do that, I would get it without sugar. (laughs) But focus on things that are warming and grounding and warm. Some hot oatmeal in the morning with some ground ginger or cinnamon would be wonderful. Things that are grounding and warming and keeping your digestive fire going strong. Also, similar to traditional Chinese medicine, the meditation and grounding practices to calm any kind of restless energy is crucial during the fall season. So let's talk about some general wellness things that you can do and adapt into your lifestyle to transition from summer into fall. So like we've been talking about shifting from those cool, refreshing summer foods into more kind of grounding and warm dishes, go for things that are in season right now, squashes, apples, root vegetables, potatoes, any kind of even meats that are high quality, 
and a good price at your store, doing things like soups and stews and a braise, something that's long cooked is great this time of year. Exercise movement wise, shifting from high intensity summer activities like high intensity interval training into more grounding exercises like walking, hiking, yoga. You can still do your cardio. You can still do your strength training, but focus on those grounding exercises as well to keep your body strong and notice what changes in your body as the weather changes. If you were loving high intensity interval training or high intensity workouts during the summer and your body starts to tell you that's just not for me right now, you want to listen to that because we need to adapt our exercise practices during the year, just like we adapt the way we eat. And then from a skin health perspective from skincare. So when we transition from summer time into the fall time, the air starts to become drier. So we all know it starts to become very dry this time of year, focusing on things like oil in your lotions, rich creams, anything to keep the moisture in your body after you get out of the shower. Generally, you want to put on some kind of moisturizer, whether you're using a lotion or you're using like a straight almond oil or coconut oil. I love to use just pure almond oil after the shower. Within about 30 to 60 seconds after you dry off to lock in the moisture in your skin. That will help prevent all the flakiness and help keep that moisture locked in. And then using uh, heavier creams and things that feel more nourishing to your body. Another thing that you can add in is a scalp treatment. So you can use castor oil or you can use coconut oil or you can use almond oil or any hair oil that you choose. Get a dropper and fill it with your favorite oil and then You don't necessarily need to put it in your hair, but get it right under your scalp. That's why I like to use a dropper so you can get it right into your scalp and then massage that into your scalp. Leave it on for at least 30 minutes, maybe an hour or two while you're throw a hat on if you need to go do chores or run to the store or do some work, or you can even sleep in it. No problem. As long as you're okay with things getting on your pillowcase and wash it out the next day. And that's a really nourishing scalp treatment to help prevent dry scalp during this time of year as well. And then taking care of your mental and emotional health, really thinking about how you can journal. Even if you're not a journaler, taking 10, 15 minutes, even if it's just one time to journal about the change of the season and what you want to happen during this new season, what you want to happen during the fall. Really during the fall season, the fall is about grounding and letting go. So taking a few minutes to journal about what do you want to ground into your life more? Where do you feel like you need grounding? And what do you want to let go of? The fall season is about grounding, like I just said, and about harvesting. So what can you harvest in your life? What did you work on this year that you are now enjoying as we prepare to winter? So every person, every everyone on the planet goes through these cycles and seasons, even if we're not aware of it. People go through cycles and seasons. And part of what the fall season is, is getting ready to winter. Winter is a time of stillness. We'll do another health coaching session when we get there. But winter is a time of stillness and introspection and allowing. What do you need to do now to ground and what do you need to let go of so that you can go into your next season of stillness to then allow your further next season of creativity and rebirth? We're all going through the cycles, just like nature's going through the cycles. We're all going through those cycles as well. So some wellness practices to incorporate right now is the sauna. If you have access to a sauna at whether it's your home or a gym or a friend's house or even a sauna blanket, sauna is a wonderful thing to do to sweat, to help your body release toxins 
toxins and to just ground this time of year. You can do hot Epsom salt baths. You can read about that on my website, or you can just take your bath, put two cups of Epsom salts and soak in the Epsom salts. Epsom salts make the water more buoyant. So it actually is just a really nice experience, but you do Epsom salts are magnesium sulfate. You do absorb some of the magnesium. So that is really beneficial to you as well. You can do a castor oil pack. So castor oil has phenomenal health benefits and it penetrates deep into your skin to help move things along. So if your digestion is feeling a little sluggish, you can actually buy castor oil pack. They now make these fabric kind of bands that go around your abdomen. You can get them on Amazon. The traditional way to do a castor oil pack would be to take any kind of felt or or cotton or organic material, soak it in castor oil. So maybe that's about a quarter of a cup of castor oil, place it on your abdomen and then put some kind of barrier. You can just use plastic wrap or uh, these new castor oil packs kind of have like a nylon thing built in. So really just so it doesn't soak through to your clothes, because if you get too much oil on your clothes, it gets hard to get out. So don't do this with like your favorite shirt on. And then you can sit with a heating pad over it for 30 to 60 minutes. And that castor oil will penetrate into your body and help get things moving a little bit. So I love doing castor oil packs in the fall. I used to do them quite often. My naturopath had recommended it many years ago. Um, And it really does seem to help with digestion and any bloating that you might have. And it's just a nice thing to try. I will say if you've never done one before, some people do a castor oil pack and like right away it might cause a bowel movement or it might you know, really jumpstart your digestion. Some people have a slower reaction to it and that might not happen. Like I said, don't do it in your favorite clothes because if the castor oil can, you know, get on your clothes and it's hard to get out. So do it kind of in your cozy clothes, like in your sweatpants. And then you can even just use a plastic bag in between your shirt and the castor oil pack. And I would not do it like right before I'm going to a party. That's something that I would do Maybe it's a cozy weeknight. I'm just going to lay on the couch and listen to a podcast or watch a show or read a book and then do a castor oil pack. Again, bring in warming foods in the morning, things like hot broth or baked oatmeal, a scramble with some root veggies, any kind of warming foods in the morning will be good for you. And then focus on taking long walks and even yin yoga, that slow, beautiful form of yoga where you're stretching a lot, you're holding a pose for a longer period of time and just slowing down and really feeling into your body. You can also make some elderberry syrup. I have a fun new episode coming to you guys. Elizabeth Eats season five is coming in October. So we recorded an elderberry syrup episode for YouTube. So you can actually watch me make it and make it along with me. You can do elderberry syrup. You can, of course, buy elderberry syrup, but just more cost effective to make it on your own. You can do homemade bone broth, which is also wonderful this time of year to keep you hydrated, to keep your immune system up. And anything else that you like to do personally to keep your immune system up to prevent those colds and flus and viruses. Get your vitamin D levels checked. I stopped getting mine checked because it was always around 30 if I wasn't doing this. I actually have been getting vitamin D shots at one of the wellness clinics near me. A lot of wellness clinics offer these, so you can just Google it in your area. You can actually get a shot of vitamin D. They put it into your muscle. It is fat soluble. So I think it's 100,000 international units. It's a really crazy high dose of vitamin D. And then your body just uses that over the next three months, but you can also take the 2000 international unit, uh, supplement if you want, uh, however you want to get your vitamin D, make sure you're getting your vitamin D because we are not as exposed as much sunlight as we were during the summer. We need to make sure that our vitamin D levels stay high. And then of course, like I talked about throughout this whole episode, focus on your mental health. So what do you need to adjust? What do you need to let go of? What do you need to change to make this transition and make the fall season great? I am personally so excited for the fall. We are going to focus on a lot of soup recipes. 
Make sure you're on my newsletter at elizabethbrider.com because I send all of my extra tips and recipes and bonus recipes there and curated seasonal recipe selections of things that are great to make during the different seasons. I am so looking forward to, we have soccer in the fall. I love watching football, making all of the warming foods, and just really enjoying this cozy, cozy, cozy time of year. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Elizabeth Ryder Show. I hope you caught something today that helped you up-level your mind, body, and or health. If you want more episodes, insider notes, recipes, and resources, then make sure to subscribe to my weekly newsletter over at elizabethrider.com slash list, or simply go to the website and hit the subscribe button and enter your email address. You can also download a free recipe guide, a meal plan, or the top 10 micro habits guide while you're there. And if you are a person who likes to share things, make sure you share the show with a friend. And if you really like the show, I would be so grateful for a five-star review in the podcast app. Thanks for being here. I'll talk to you next time.